Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Her Paper Root podcast today. Today on the show, I am sitting down with Tara Reed. She is a Pinterest manager and the founder of EntrepreneurTemplates.com. A few months back, Tara was looking to sell her Amazon FBA handmade jewelry business. And she reached out to me to have me list her business for sale at my brokerage, blogsforsale.co. I connected her with one of my investors. Tara got a full price offer and was able to sell her business pretty quickly. She is here to share what that experience was like selling her handmade business. And she is going to share some Pinterest marketing tips to help you boost your Pinterest game. You're listening to the Her Paper Root Podcast, a show all about money and entrepreneurship with host Chelsea Clark. Chelsea is a marketing strategist and the founder of HerPaperRoot.com, a friendly and supportive hive for ambitious, passionate entrepreneurs like you to learn how to growth hack your idea into a profitable business. We encourage you to fearlessly tackle your wildest goals. We know that as your own boss, you can deliver your unique message and make more paper. You just need a plan. Here's your host, Chelsea Clark. Hey, Tara, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. So, okay, let's just like dive right in. Let us know what it is that you do now in your business. Um, Right now, I have three businesses. So my main business is marketing, Pinterest management services for entrepreneurs. I also do sales funnels and lead magnets and graphic design work. And then I also have a membership called Introvertpreneur, which is for introverted service providers and teaching them how to market their business in less stressful ways. And then I also have a membership called Entrepreneur Templates, which is a Canva templates membership for entrepreneurs. You definitely have your hands full. <laughs> I do. And I have a team of about 14 now. Uh, Good. I was actually going to ask that because if you're managing multiple businesses, you must have some support. When did you hire on a team? When did you stop being a solopreneur? I hired my first VA about just over a year ago. Um, but what really made the difference was about six or seven months ago now, I actually hired a online business manager. Um, and that really transformed my business because I felt like with the VA, I was kind of the bottleneck on getting her things to do. So bringing in a business manager has really helped grow the team and kind of maximize what they're able to do without me being busy and holding things back. But you were running another one up until last year. It was a handmade jewelry business. Can you tell me a little bit about what that business was like when you started it up and developed it? Yeah. So I first started it in 2007. So it was a long time. That business, it felt like it was my baby almost, um, but it grew so big that I couldn't keep up with actually making the jewelry. So it got to the point where it was either sell it or I was going to have to hire people. And I loved working from home. So I really didn't want to go that route and have people in my home. And I didn't want to move it out of the home because I really love the working from home aspect was a big reason why I started my own business in the first place. And so I, I kind of let that business sit for a year before I did finally, um, 
end up selling it and starting that process. But it, the main reason was because I, I experienced major burnout and I was hoping I would maybe get my joy back for making jewelry, but it never returned. So I went ahead um, with the selling process. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something that affects like burnout affects so many entrepreneurs. And sometimes, yeah, we just need a pivot and a reset and to try something different. So when you decided, okay, I'm going to put up my business for sale, what were some things that you did to prepare your business and also prepare yourself for letting go of your baby? Um, it was really hard for me to get to that point because it was kind of, it, it felt really overwhelming, the whole selling process, because there are so many pieces of this business, like having been building it for, at that point, like 13 years, it was, there, there was a lot of stuff to think about when it came to selling. So it was a lot of um, questioning, like how, how do I even do this? Like, is it even possible to do this? And when I thought about feeling overwhelmed in that way. And then the alternative was just to let it continue to sit and depreciate. That hurt me more than selling it. Like I would hate to see it just totally die <laughs> out. So that was a big deciding factor, which gave me the final push to go ahead with the selling process. Well, that's awesome. And the business that you created, I mean, you created a beautiful company, beautiful jewelry, beautiful website. Everything was set up on Amazon FBA. Like you had the Amazon team shipping orders out. You really had a great turnkey business. And when you reached out to me and we put it up for sale, it was not difficult to find interested parties. Even though it took us a while to find the right buyer, there was so much interest on your business. And I just, I remember the person who reached out to me, um, she who ended up buying it, usually when people put an offer in, it's usually after I've talked to them for a bit, after we've had phone calls and, you know, gone over the details of a business. But the woman who bought your business, my first point of contact with her was out of the blue, she sent me an offer. She just sent me an email <laughs> and she sent a full price offer. So when I saw that, I was like, I, okay, I'm going to look into this, but I don't know if it's legitimate. So I jumped on a phone call with her to make sure that you know it was a real offer. And sure enough, it was. But that was such an unusual way for offers to come in that are over $50,000. Usually if it's under $50,000, sure, just throw the offer up on the site and we'll get it done. But usually when it's above 50 or above $100,000, there's usually more conversation. So what did you think when I reached out to you and said, hey, I have a full price offer for you? I was so excited. I definitely expected with the, with the higher price point that it would definitely take a while longer also because it was a product-based business. I felt like it would probably take a bit longer to find a buyer. And I was just blown away. Like as soon as I connected with her that she really understood the business and loved and valued it as, as much as I did when I first created it. So that was amazing and wonderful. Yeah, that, that's so good too, because like you say, like she connected with it personally. And that's something that a lot of the time when we do have these deals, it's because the buyer really connected with the business itself. They really felt some sort of personal connection. 
which I guess that also makes it easier for you to let go of that company you built when you know it's going to someone that is going to care about it just like you did. Yes, definitely. So what did you use that money towards? Did you fund your next project? What did you do? Um, We went and uh, actually upgraded our vehicle and also put some money into um, my new businesses that I was running. I want to dig into this. So your entrepreneur template shop is a digital template shop and it's so cool. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. So um, once you sign up, you get access to 300 plus um, what we call core templates or the main membership templates. Um, There's templates for eBooks, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, um, email marketing. There's pretty much a template for everything. And if there's not, you can send us member requests and we happily take those. And then every month we also release um, at least 20 new templates as well inside the membership. That's such a helpful tool for anyone, any online business owner. We always need templates and tools and you know graphics and things like that. That's often what takes so much time. So what you've created is really cool. And now that you've run both a physical product store and now a digital one, what are some pros and cons of physical products versus digital? Um, I feel like the cons are easier to uh, talk about with a product-based business. There's the shipping, there's the making, if you're making the items, there's inventory. Um, That was a big piece of why I experienced burnout with it is because it really exploded on Amazon. And especially during the holiday season, I could not keep up with orders. And that really weighed on me. Um, Like Amazon, they give you a little notice in your dashboard, um, an estimate on how much you've missed out on sales because products were out of stock. And every year, no matter how early I would start to prepare, it was just like I missed out on 10,000 that month. I missed out on 20,000 and it was like, I can't physically make any more. So that really weighed, I feel like on my mental health and my mindset. Um, and is a really good reason why I experienced burnout. Wow. Yes. I can understand that. That would drive me crazy too. Yeah. It just, it makes you feel like you're leaving money on the table and you should be working harder, but if you physically can't make any more, like I was the last Christmas that I was actively making the jewelry and trying to get enough into the warehouses for customer orders and trying to keep up. I was probably pretty close to getting carpal tunnel (laughs) because all the jewelry was um, hand wire wrapped. So it's really intricate work and doing like that over and over for 10, 15 hours per day to try to keep up. It was a lot. Yeah, no doubt. So now that you're running the digital product business side of things, you're freed up from uh, having to do any sort of like shipping or physical product creation. So that's great. Are you finding that it's become a good source of passive income? I have definitely. I love... um, so many different models. Like I'm also working on a few courses to come out this year. Um, I love creating digital products and it might be the graphic designer in me, but I really love um, designing and creating content and putting it out there. And 
there's just no limit to digital products. Like I can create one digital product and sell it a thousand times. And it's so much easier than it would have been to create a thousand pieces of jewelry. For oh, example. absolutely. Yes. A hundred times over. <laughs> Do you have any tips that you could share for digital product creators who might be listening? I feel like for digital products, the most important thing is really understanding your audience um, understanding their pain points and what they really need, and then giving them an option for that. Um, there's so many different kinds of digital products that you can create from ebooks to spreadsheets to um, templates to swipe files to courses to memberships. Um, but I feel like a lot of it is tapping into your audience, their needs, and even with that doing market research to validate your digital product idea. Good point. Yes, I'm glad that you mentioned that sort of having to hit on their pain points and, you know, asking, surveying them, finding out what it is that they need. That's really important. What about some tips for handmade sellers who may be listening? Um, for handmade sellers, I would definitely stress um, having a game plan. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals, and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contained high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England, not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.